Garage with Wendy Nola, Thursdays at 8.40. Of course it is. Thursday mornings means Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. So now, just <laughs> quickly, before we do yes. a uh, catch-up on the gym debacle, which seems to be yes. a real, real hot topic, I saw on your Twitter that you had a little uh, a young flight to Johannesburg. How did that I go? I did. It was, well, it was... I'm actually quite anxious. I have, I mean, I fly an awful lot, once or twice a week. Uh, it was normal for me before lockdown. And then just nothing since March. And, um, yeah, I flew to Joburg. And um, I just thought I'd share a few things. Yeah. Just for people who haven't made this first post-lockdown flight are, are prepared. So do get to the airport a full hour before your flight scheduled departure. I was one of those people that would grease and you know, book online, mm. uh, sorry, check in online rather. And, um, you know, I had it taped down to the, you know, I, I would not leave much wriggle room. But you just listen to them when they say get there a full hour because you've got a whole screening process. Mm. Um, you have to hand in your COVID-19 declaration, have it all filled in and ready. Uh, they take your temperature. It's, it's a, an extra new queue, and it can take quite long if you get your timing wrong, and you don't need that stress. So, so listen to them when they say get there a full hour and before. Uh, get a full hour before. Do be prepared to be a little bit unsettled, or quite a lot unsettled, if you suddenly, after six months of physical distancing, mm. then find yourself sitting really up close and personal with a bunch of strangers on a very packed plane. My yeah. plane was completely booked. They can book every seat except for the last row that's yeah. at the very back of the plane. So yes, it is legal. Um, and also do um, be prepared to be among several people, as I was, who think that wear your, most, your mask over your mouth and your nose for the duration of the flight does not apply to them. So they pull it down um, under their noses. A lot of people. And I just didn't fancy being that car and he was now going to you know, no, but they are being the, the Karens. They are being the Karens by not covering their noses. Do the um, attendants not inform the people as they go up and down the aisles, cover your nose and mouth, cover nose and mouth? The thing, you get the announcement at the beginning and then the captain will sort of say, um, please remember to keep your mask on at all times. But the mm. attendants, because they're not pushing the trolley up and down the aisle, yeah. they just aren't patrolling and they're all on my flight anyway. Um, and um, I have I did report it to the airline because mm. it's not good enough because you, you want them to actually keep control yeah. of it. That whole, you know. Yeah, the important. last thing you want to do is, like, uh, is, is to antagonize the person you're sitting next to and then have to sit with, For, next to them for two hours. For, exactly. So <laughs> so that is the thing. I just found that quite unsettling that people mm. just, I mean, you suddenly sitting, for me it was a new experience, that many people so close. Do you take a bottle of water on board though, especially if you're on a flight of longer than an hour because yeah. that, there's no service. Um, they say in that you can ask for water, but they don't say that on the flight, they say it in their preamble online. Yeah. I just found it very um um, comforting to have my own bottle of water mm. and very important familiarize, familiarize yourself with the new drop-off zones um, and pick-up zones because you know, if you've got someone dropping you at the airport and you're not Ubering or whatever, yeah. not driving your own car because they've changed, all the airports have changed them um, and you and can only wait people time trying to figure it out. can go into the airport apparently. That's the thing. So that's the other thing um, Darren um, I arrived in Joburg at um, half past four. Yeah. Um, was it half past five? Half past five, I think. But still, normally the airport would be bustling, ORT. Yeah. It, everything was closed. I've, 
uh, the whole my little suitcase on its wheels to um, the car train platform, which was deserted. Hmm. Um, it's just a very, very airy experience. So it's, it's, flight travel is, is completely different now from what we knew it to be. I just thought I'd share some of those things, yeah. important things, of, especially around parking and getting there an hour early. Yeah. Well, I just want to say to anyone who's leaving from uh, King Shark International, guys, please just put, leave, put the mask on, leave the mask on, just respect the people around you, respect the protocol. I'm really worried about going to level one where people are going to think it's, it's party like it's 1999. Got to go back to normal and go back to... Um, um, a you know a second wave. Last thing we want is a second wave and go back to a lockdown. So we want to avoid that. So wear your mask all the times that you're asked to wear a mask, social distance and social distance. Then absolutely 100% cover nose and mouth with your mask. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. So um, earlier Wendy spoke about what it was like to fly for the first time in like six months. That'll be available on podcast on ecr.co.za shortly. But right now, Wendy... Yes, Dad. This gym's issue, it's become a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So, <laughs> to follow up on last week's mm. chat, the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud, Michal Tempaslele, has shared her views with me and others, I'm quite sure, on what is legally justified in terms of lockdown-related fee charging and what is not. And the full breakdown will be on the blog of last week's show. But I mentioned that Planet Fitness, while being among those gyms which commendably didn't debit their members' bank accounts during lockdown, Virgin Active was another, but since reopening, they've revealed to members um, that have wanted to cancel their contracts that um, what they've actually done is added those five lockdown months to members' contracts. So those who thought that they'd be able to cancel in the next few months, um, because they, without penalty, that is, that's the important thing, because their contracts were, in inverted commas, expiring. Quick mm. note, they don't expire on their own. You still have to give a month's um, notice oh, in yeah. writing, preferably. Okay, so they've suddenly deci- discovered they've got another five months, nearly half a year, on their contracts, um, and they've got to keep on paying or pay a rather large early cancellation penalty, right? So the Ombud, Mikhail um, Lele told me, we are of the view that this extension is a notifiable change since the consumer could not have necessarily contemplated what the implications of freezing their contracts could have been mm. and that such, such contracts could only be extended if there was advanced notification of this intention, right? And as far as I can tell, that didn't happen. I heard from Zandili Nslovu this week. She wrote to me about her, her daughter's student membership at Planet Fitness in the Westwood Mall branch. Um, the membership expires in October, Zandili said. Um, the gym has now informed us that they are increasing the membership, extending it for another five months. We did not request the freezing of membership. It mm. was because of lockdown. My daughter doesn't need the membership anymore. She's not going to UKZN and Westville any longer. Mm. I don't mind paying for September and October the last uh, two months uh, because of the contract. But is it acceptable that we should be penalized for what is happening in the country? Yeah. I was also not getting paid during lockdown, and I can't um, pay the cancellation fee they require. So I took up Sandeli's case with Planet Fitness's operations marketing manager at the head office, Julian Elson, and I asked if there was no notification of the contract extension condition by Planet Fitness as claimed, how does the company justify its unilateral contract extension decision mm. in light of the Ombud's views? Got a response after a few days. Hi, Wendy, the matter has been resolved with the member you referred to us. Um, thanks. Happy to hear that. But your response doesn't begin to respond to my query. Haven't heard back. 
Sandila tells me that um, her uh, those extra five months have now that fitness has um, is not holding her to those extra five yeah. months. So the contract ends at the end of. October as originally intended, mm-hmm. and I just thought, even though Planet Fitness has sought not to engage with me on that, um, it's a precedent now. Yeah, that you know, for others who might be in a similar situation. So anyone Dr. else have all, going forward, yeah. do they have to go through Wendy Nola uh, like Sandila, well, or can they also go just directly to the gyms? Well, they should be going directly to the gyms and pointing out the um, ombuds position on this. They mm-hmm. they are mediating the Consumer Protection Act. Um, if the gyms don't want to reverse the contract extension, uh, I would suggest lodging a formal complaint with the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud mm-hmm. uh, and copying to me, please. And yep. we'll take it from there. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Darren. Yeah, and if you want to get a hold of Wendy directly, you can do so on her Facebook. It's Wendy Nola Consumer. There's a mail option there as well. Darren, Carrie, and Sky.